0: What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Casey, and we are discussing the return of the final eight episodes of The Walking Dead. Yay! Yay and boo, because and boo. I do not want this show to end. No. And yay, because we get a new episode. And yeah. goddamn, I will say this episode was worth the wait. It was. It's like, I feel like they decided, oh, okay, you know what? What are we going to do different for our last eight episodes? Yeah, let's start off with a blast to the past, with a tribute to the past, with this nice little voiceover by Judith Grimes. I was like, wait, girl, when that episode opened up and you see Rick Grimes in the hospital, I paused, I said, hold up, y'all didn't tell me I was going to have to be emotionally prepared from two seconds in. Yes. I was looking at this TV like okay. And then showing him waking up.
1: Wait a minute. Hold on, wait. Hey, hey, young
0: Rick. (laughs) I was like, wait, so this is what we're doing. And then you get you get her talking about the way that the world was and how it looked like the dead was going to take over. And that's just the way it was going to be. And then you have the people who were doing good and you have the people who are doing evil. So you get flashbacks of all of these people. You get flashbacks of Shane and of the governor. And the, and I was just like, are we getting this every single episode? And then I found out we are getting that kind of, uh, that kind of uh, tribute or that kind of intro. For every single episode. I was like. Because uh-huh. okay. you know I saw my boo in there. Okay. I was just like. Okay so that means I'm going to have to have a box of tissue next to me. While I'm watching these episodes. Just so I can be prepared. For whatever it is they're about to, they're about to do. Because I was like. I was really scared for this episode. I was like. I heard rumors that there was like a major death in the first two episodes and i was like they kill any of our people which i know somebody's gonna have to die but i was like not yet it's too early <sighs> it's too early don't do it yet so i sat not here yet. worried the whole episode like who's about to die who's about to die luckily nobody that we cared about died in this episode so that's a good thing but who i was the worried theory. with everything that's going on I was like, y'all got way too much shit going on. Y'all got stuff going on in the woods, like Hornsby is still trying. Dude, you are not going to catch Daryl and Maggie. Just let it go. Just let it go. Stop trying to chase them. You keep worrying about a radio signal that you can't get so you can warn the people at home, just take your ass home. At this point, just take your ass home. Because there is no way you're going to get Daryl and you're not going to get Maggie. Not easily. Not easily Mm -mm. at all. It's going to take too much. They're too smart. Number one, they're too smart. Number two, they done been through so many villains and so many, all the villains are one dimensional where I got to get them, I got to get them. No right. matter what the cost, I got to get them. Right. They and then, been through that. And then, now you have Daryl and Maggie and then I teamed up with Aaron and Gabriel and Negan and Annie. And I was like, I kind of like this dynamic. This is a deadly dynamic here.
1: Yes. I
0: like this. So, anyway, Lance is trying to find them. They're hiding out. They hear somebody coming into the the little place where they're hiding out. And of course, like I said, it's Aaron and Gabriel. And they're like, hey, look who we found. And it's Negan and Annie. And of course, Maggie is freaking out because Herschel is not with them. But they're like, no, he's with Elijah. He's safe okay because if y'all had to leave her child with somebody at least you left him with somebody that he knew and trusted right but i always figured Negan's, negan is not going to be the one to sit behind and just kind of let everybody else take on the danger right while he's sitting back one that's not him two he wants to be you know busting some balls somewhere what was it he said we came to help you with uh dickless and no what did he say we can't help you with uh oh that bothers me something in the dickless brigade and I was like he's damn Negan is gonna be Negan to the end though he's going to have that on the shirt right right and then of course Annie is not gonna let him go anywhere by himself so I was like okay so we're gonna see how this goes but I'm I'm down for this I'm down for this team up because now they're trying to decide, they're like, okay, well, we need to go home and warn people, and then half of them are like, no, we need to stay here and kill Hornsby, like, Maggie is on the, we need to kill Hornsby before he gets to our people, no, let's go ahead and kill him, Negan is the same way, Mm -hmm. Uh, and so is um, Aaron, and Gabriel's like, no, we need to go home and warn our people, we need to warn our families, Daryl's like, hold up, we can actually do this We can do both things because they ain't never seen your face before. And Negan was like, oh, you give me something to play with. I like that. I felt like it was kind of like what Carol did when she sent him to the Whisperers. Mm. Because, of course, the Whisperers, you know, they had their, um, they had their spy, Dante. So, of course, he's going back telling them what's going on in the community. So, all she knows of Negan is that he's their prisoner. So, of course, if he comes over there, he's like, yeah, I ain't got no kind of loyalty to them. Why would she think otherwise? Y'all have had him locked up for seven years. Right. I felt like just in that same way. Yeah. Nobody in the Commonwealth knows Negan. They probably have never even heard his name because at this point, our people thought that they were probably done with him because he didn't come back. Right. 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 And everybody who, who, who touted I am Negan is gone pretty much gone
1: mm-hmm.
0: so let's let's talk about this so while the soldiers the commonwealth soldiers are driving around in the area they're looking for daryl and maggie because they don't know that anybody else is there right now their main focus is daryl mm-hmm. but you have two of these soldiers get out of the car and start like shooting up walkers and stuff and one of them gets attacked by a walker now I know we said this in like some earlier episodes. We were like, why are you panicking? You have on the armor or the mm-hmm. suit. I guess that damn suit ain't, it, it ain't helping at all anymore because they tore into him. And tore him in half. And tore him in half. And I was just like, so I guess- lady, I guess- <laughs> So I guess those suits are just pretty decoration now. I mean, I guess it gives some protection. Maybe if it's one, mean, if it on wasn't, one. Right. If it wasn't a horde of them. And oh. then when the other one starts trying to shoot to help save his friend. The one walker that walked down, I was like, "Oh, they taking stairs now." I didn't realize it was Negan until he did. I was like, "Oh, I remember. I I, I recognize that move. He did the same do, thing." Too. Do Negan have the, the 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 mask just somewhere on his person? Because he always pulls it. Out. I think. Well, you know, I think he keeps it on him because you never know when you're gonna need it. True. Because he even if that you're, bad boy out, because even if you're one, you have to remember he ran back into our people kind of by accident. It wasn't something that he had planned.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you're out, you're with a new community, you're in unfamiliar territory, you don't know what kind of people you're gonna run into. I mean, think about it. He could have easily have run into the Reapers. Having that mask is, is kind it's of protected. handy because he can blend in and escape. So yeah, I, I guess if, if I had one, I would keep it on me too. But he comes in, he slices that um that trooper, and he slides the gun, he slides the radio, and here comes Daryl. I was like, oh y'all got this shit just all okay, okay. I'm I'm liking the team up. I'm liking the team up. The car chase scene, but not better than Rick and Car uh Rick and Daryl. Of course not. Of course not. It's but you know what? I've gotten to the point now where I won't. I won't start comparing them in you know in that way as far as what's better, what's not, because all of these pair-ups, like we're used to seeing our regular pair-ups, like Rick and Daryl, um, you know, um Daryl and Carol. Daryl and Carol. Aaron and Gabriel, you know, they're the 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 core team-ups that we're used to seeing, but like even with Aaron and Gabriel, like we knew they were. a a cool team like they could fight well with each other but until they did that episode that focused solely on them I was like oh I need this is the bromance I need this this is the bond this is the team up that I needed that I didn't know I needed so one of the things I've noticed is Negan has that kind of personality and this is one of the reasons why he was what he was for the saviors he can get along with everybody. They may not Mm -hmm. like him, Mm -hmm. but they can get along with him in order to get things done. And that's one of the things that I think is valuable about Negan as a character, no matter how much people dislike him for whatever reasons, whether it's, you know, because of the Glenn thing or just him in general. There are certain things about his character that make him vital and important.
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: it's one, his ability to adapt to every goddamn thing he can go talk to you, he can go talk to your enemy, he can go talk to your enemy's enemy, and you won't know which way the wind is blowing with him, because he can sit there and be that chameleon, and fit in, and be like, oh, okay, this is what I need, this is what I need, but he's still gonna have his same meganisms. he's still gonna have his attitude, I mean, just the way he met up with Mercer, and the the clever way that he did it. Mercer was like, do you know me? He was like, I had a friend on the outside who told me about you. She told me to come find you. Her name is April. And Mercer's like, wait, April, the girl who, wait, do you know what happened to April? And I think at that point, he was kind of feeling them out. Like, okay, yeah. this doesn't feel like somebody, like, you didn't know April, but you know something about that situation. Right. Let me see. What this is, go get him some water. <laughs> hell you know me. Who sent you? Right. And Negan doesn't miss a B. He was like, You know who sent me? Daryl. And you see, Mercer kind of changed a little bit. He was uh-huh. like, Yeah, you know, some suit and tie with, you know, these dickheads, they've been coming after us. And at that point, I think Mercer was like, Oh fuck. Like he's been mm-hmm. trying so hard to kind of steer clear of all this conflict. Now you got to make a choice, but It's in your face. Because Lance is out there gunning for them people. But let me tell you, that car chasing was awesome. That was and so you know, fun. I'm looking at the car chase like, oh, Griffin. Because <laughs> that was all through Griffin. All through Griffin. I'm like. They yeah. had fun. Yeah, they, they did. They were having fun. <laughs> but let me tell you, Negan coming into the Commonwealth That was interesting because, of course, he had only heard of the Commonwealth, what they had told him. So he's in and he's looking. He was just like, wow, this is what they did? Damn, I hate we finna have to bring all this shit down, but oh, well. Right, right. (laughs) Because he was in awe like, like, wait, what? Y'all did all this? Right. And then Jerry's like, yo, dude, what are you doing here? I'm about to save your asses. Where's Carol? Now, here's the other thing. Negan and Carol, like I know we're getting the Negan Maggie spinoff and I'm cool with that because because of the tension that's there between their characters I think it'll make a really interesting watch because how is it that you're going to be able to work with somebody that you despise and have despised for so long okay I get that I need to see more of Negan and Carol because that is a team up that is a partnership like that is a I could actually see those two becoming genuine friends Mm -hmm. because in a lot of ways I feel like they are alike in certain things you know what I'm saying like Carol is not naturally cruel but she can be if she needs to be Mm -hmm. she can get down and dirty to protect the people that she loves Negan is the same way you know Whereas before it was him doing that a lot of times for selfish reasons. I think now he's doing it because of other things he has Annie to think about. He has right. their baby to think about. But right. not only that, he has these people who, despite everything that he did and their, their history together, they have taken a chance and taken a leap of faith to say okay we think you've changed enough to put to leave you out of your cell to have you be a contributing member of the community like that goes a long way and i think when it comes to Megan and Carol the way that they work together just it, it's kind of like a Bonnie and Clyde but without the romance like he's the <laughs> shit talker he's the one that's been an asshole she's the one that's just kind of like Okay, let's get this shit done. Okay, look, this is what we're going to do. We're about to do this. We're about to do this. Oh, so Lance is gunning for our people, but Pamela doesn't know about this yet. Oh, okay, yeah, we can use this to our advantage. Let me tell you how we're about to do. When she was sitting there talking about the plan and when they were looking for Sebastian and all that stuff that happened, I was like, how in the world did people underestimate Carol for so long? Like, how how did you allow... how how was she able to go into these communities and act like she was dumb as a bucket? Because even Negan gave her ass props. Like, if this lady right here, he was like, "She's going for kill me, and say you- she got your back. You better get on this bitch bandwagon. Because this is the truth right here, staring you in your damn face. He said she can pull bunnies out of her ass. <laughs> and can i mean and and can think about the things that she has done when nobody thought that there were i mean think about terminus think about what happened with some of the saviors when they took her ring and when they pushed henry i mean carol can be a beast and i know that's one of the things that she feared That's one of the reasons why when she left the kingdom, she was like, I just want to be by myself. I don't want to go back home. I don't want to be here with y'all. I just need to be by myself and figure out who this is because I don't want to be this person. I'm sorry, Carol, baby, you are that person. And Mm -hmm. we need that person, especially Mm -hmm. dealing with the likes of the Commonwealth, Mm because something tells me that even though Pamela Milton has made that little deal with them, I don't think that deal is going to stick. She's gonna do something and she's gonna try to fuck over our people. Absolutely. and There's gonna be some issues, and I'm gonna need Carol ready to whoop that ass. Absolutely. Absolutely. We already know. Deals don't deals don't don't fare too well in, in, in this new world. Because people will go back on their word quick as hell. Word don't mean shit. And she a politician. That, so of course she's gonna go back on her word. That part. That's kind of what they do. But it is nice to see most of our people. I would like to see more. But for right now, we got to see Kelly and Connie and Magna and Yumiko and Magna and Yumiko were actually together and talking and not, you know, you can still tell like the way that the way that the characters were, you can still tell how they are on the opposite side of things as far as the class structure in the Commonwealth. You have Yumiko in her nice suit and her nice leather shoes with her briefcase and, you know, immaculately coiffed. And then you have Magna over here, messy bun. She's got a sweater with holes in it. Her pants have got holes in it. She's got on shoes that are untied. She's very comfortable, but at the same time, they're still very comfortable with each other in the way that they're you know, interacting mm. with each other—it's it's not like one feels that they're above the other, or one feels like they're below the other. This mm. is just where they ended up, and I think a lot of where Magna ended up was because, like Yumiko said, you had—you knew what this place was from jump. Mm-hmm. You know, Magna was like, "Yeah, too good to be true." Probably. Yeah, probably a reason. That's ever since the uh, the party. When she ended up as a server, yeah well, she I think it. maybe even before that, yeah, because remember, the way that they assign people jobs is they they do that whole intake thing where they're asking questions about what they did before, and that was something that um you know I thought about when um, I was doing a rewatch of some things last week and watching the episode where um. Deanna was interviewing Rick. And when she asked him, What did you do before? And he was like, Does it matter? And she was like, Yes, it matters. It matters a great deal. And she started talking about how they had people to help build the wall and this, that, and the other. She was like, Yeah, what you did before matters a great deal. And that reminded me of Deanna when, you know, all of this, because of the way that they intake people and then they assign people based on what they did. And I mean, that's probably what Magna did before. The world fell but you could have gave her something else but you know she probably didn't want it like yeah you know what i don't want to be any more indebted to y'all than i have to be because as soon as y'all fix our house we gone i'm out we gone but you know they're sitting there talking about their plans like okay so this is what we need to do we need to kind of keep an eye out we need to make an extra exit strategy and figure out how we're going to Get out of if things go bad, because at this point, um, Shira and I can't remember what the dude's name, um, the one that, you know, uh Eugene thought had dude. kidnapped Stephanie, not Stephanie, uh-huh. they don't came looking for Daryl or they don't came looking for Carol because a little bit of Lance's message has come through, you know, and then they're like, okay, we don't know what he said, but we know he said Dixon. So they come to the apartment looking for Carol and the kids and they're all hiding, but it's a dangerous situation. Mm -hmm. And then of course, at this point, they're going into hiding. Jerry is, you know, Carol has told Jerry, okay, you know what? I need you to hide the kids. I need you to get word to everybody else. Look, we need to start being ready. We need to start getting ready in, in case something happens. So I like the fact that we get to see all of this, like all of our people starting to get together, trying to figure this thing out. Cause I was like, yeah, you got protests in the streets, give us Sebastian, give us Sebastian. I was like, this is about to get real ugly real quick. But our people are together, and they know. Okay, so some things going on out there. Okay, they're gonna handle that. You know out what there? this reminded me of they're when everybody anything. was together? What? It reminded me of the prison, how everybody was together one last time before the shit hit the fan and everybody got scattered their own separate ways. Literally put me in that mindset. Like, oh, some shit about to happen. Because it's, they, what what, what was it? Their good moments never really last that long. Mm -hmm. So you got moments of everybody being together, but then you also have, it's about to be some bullshit. Yeah. 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 But one thing about this that I really liked, so we get to see Rosita interacting with part of the, with the group. And that was kind of rare for a while because she's one of the Commonwealth soldiers now. Mm -hmm. But the thing is she sees Mercer and Mercer's like, you're not in uniform. Not she's in like, uniform? she's like, it's a personal day. He was like, not today, not with all this going on. He was like, I need you out there. The fact that you have all of these people that you have served with in the Commonwealth for as long as you've been there, but and that's the it. person that you trust. That's the person that you're like, yeah. If I'm going out here doing this, I need you on my team to have my back. I was like, yeah, you know what, is totally about to become one of the Grimes, one of the Grimes family. He's about to. I mean, Max is already, Max is pretty much already thrown in her lot. Yeah. So, and even when all this stuff is going, going uh, down and Pam, oh, girl, Pamela in her damn speech on the intercom talking about, we will bring the perpetrator. You, you can't even go outside and talk to the people. I know. I know my son and this is not something he would do. That's what the parents of all serial killers say. That's what the parents of all mass murderers say. I never say. thought yeah, he would kill it anybody. He was just so quiet. Mike, have you not <laughs> paid attention to who your son is? No. Because she lets him do whatever he wants. He flitters around the goddamn Commonwealth as if he's can't be touched. Remember when Eugene pushed him in the fucking face? Right. How dare you touch me? Yeah. But you don't care what he's doing. And he even so much as said it. Remember when they was out in the field with Mercer and Daryl and uh he was trying to kill the walker and the mom mm-hmm. came and she came walking past? Yeah. even then. Yeah. He's like you don't know what your kid out here doing. you 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 care about him enough for appearances. Right. You don't right. care about that boy. But I want to know what the time frame is on this because Lance's cheek even though it's not closed up, it doesn't look like it's a fresh wound. Right, it started scabbing over. And he's talking quite normally for someone who got shot in the face. So I was like, okay, maybe this has been a couple of weeks or it might've been a couple of days, but I'm just kind of curious. I would say a couple of days because the wound is still fat and you can say, well, you know okay. how it, it, it probably two or three days because you know within two or three days, you still got that scab that's still kind of fleshy over the top. It's not with that real hard, thick layer of right. crust. So he still had, it was still kind of fresh. So it, it, um, it he'd been looking for him for a couple of days. Let me tell you. Daryl done took a chunk out your cheek. <clears> he <throat> done you know, shot your ass in the shoulder. And
1: then you, Why have you probably- keep messing with this man. <laughs>
0: he ain't gave you a clue that he wouldn't be left alone that that, those are clues i'm just saying i'm like i said at the beginning of this recording he just needs to leave daryl and maggie alone just leave them alone this ain't what you want (laughs) it's not a fight you can win this is not what you want like you think you 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 know what you're doing you do not know these people have been on their own for 10 years they have lived out there in the rough. Uh-uh. Just leave him alone. Leave you them gonna alone. make it. You ain't gonna make it. He ain't gonna learn. He gonna learn. But he clearly finds out that um uh, they ain't nothing to play with. Mm-mm. And not even just them, any of them, anybody in that group no matter what type of alliance they show to you, going to get you some wine, going to, you know outside the gates, make sure you have to present this great face for Pamela. They're going to stick by each other's side. Don't give a damn what you're what you saying, what you're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why Carol is the master of disguise because I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to get the information that I need mm-hmm. to make sure my people are okay. So if I seen this boy going in this building, I know he in there somewhere mm-hmm. in there somewhere so mm-hmm. guess what we about to do mm-hmm. we about to get this little leverage and uh find where he at mm-hmm. and so when they find him he in there drunk and sleep get your ass up do you know who i am <laughs> and he was like oh do you know who i am <laughs> i was like dude you really don't <laughs> you really really don't <laughs> Okay. So we're back. We had a small disturbance. I guess the Commonwealth got tired of Casey talking about them and they blinked her (laughs) lights in her neighborhood. Reserving. Um, (laughs) So anyway, we're back, but um, I don't remember what we were talking about, but that's okay. Um, Let's see. Jerry is the best babysitter ever because he was like, I'm gonna keep these kids safe let's get up on this fire escape and let me, I, I was like, how did this, how does this guy That's not, big ass. but the fire escape was a little bit higher than I thought it was. I was like, okay, okay. From the angle that they showed us from the camera. Okay, I guess, I guess. Cause I was like, and he gonna try to scoot. Like, you cannot tuck nothing. <laughs> Ain't you know what? Okay, but we're going we gonna to believe it for Walking Dead World, but... That's okay. Jerry, He's keeping the, he's keeping the baby safe. Uh, that's all I care about. Because, all, you know... All of them to be squished in one little space, mm-hmm. and you you know what I'm saying? Literally, all he would have had to do was like this, you know, a, a quick lean back. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they do. I think he's like, I don't want to worry about these kids i want to go kill some people i want to go i want to go get some big people i don't care about these kids whatever I are the one that, that. Took the picture off the refrigerator and where that picture yep. from? that's the picture that was taken you remember the first episode where they were in the commonwealth and they were in the scary house and there was a picture taken right before they exited that's what that picture is okay because mm-hmm. okay. i wondered like, that too i was like when did that i was like oh that's the scary house picture okay because mm-hmm. i was questioning on house picture like mm-hmm. who take a picture and then stick it on the refrigerator but but i mean daryl is so domestic now because he has like he's got the picture of him and the kids on the fridge and he's got the drawings on the fridge i was like oh daryl's a proper daddy now yeah, uncle daryl uncle daryl uncle aaron and, and let me say this gracie is like one of my favorite child characters because what i tell you she loves her daddy and she's just like my daddy can cook no matter where he is i was like oh look at you i love her if y'all kill great i'm i'm telling y'all because i you know people have people have been online talking about you know at first people were talking about how aaron might get rick's death especially because he really favors rick in the comics mm-hmm. and i was like y'all better not speak that, that into existence because if aaron if if aaron dies I'm going to be so heartbroken. I'm going to be so pissed. But even more so, if y'all do anything to that goddamn to about, baby Gracie. You're going to hate what I have to say about the next episode, So, but I'll hold it in. <laughs> yes. Let, mm, yeah. But if y'all do anything to that doggone Gracie, I'm going to be really mad. Now, That's, I love her. Because they're going to need the kids for once they run out of all the Rick Grimes show. Once they run out of the Darrow show, the Carol show, the Negan, the kids gonna have to grow up. Whatever happened Damn. to Judith and RJ? So now Judith and RJ will have a show. Mm-hmm. Gracie will be the sidekick. Mm-hmm. I, so I the kids are, like they are setting up their future. The Walking Dead ain't gonna end. They, they, the Walking Dead turning into 50 Cent. He's spending all this off, into, <laughs> spending it all off, into off, into off, into off, into, off into All of these things, and then we're gonna get the origin of Rick before the world ended when Rick was a baby, and then we're gonna get Shane's backstory, and then like it's so much that can happen. Hell, we might even get a Morales. What happened when he was gone before he became back? When from the time he left to the time he came back as Negan, what 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 happened to Morales? Like I don't so much. I don't need to know Morales' story. I would like, you know what? Going back, looking through, you know, doing my YouTube deep dives. I would still like to find out exactly what happened to the Vatos. Because, you know, we, there was that deleted scene where we saw that somebody came in and basically killed everybody. I want to know what happened. Wait, what does they say? There's a deleted scene that shows Rick and them, this is after the CDC. Uh-huh. They come back and they're trying to find someplace safe to stay. And they decide, oh, well, you know what? We do have friends in the city let's go see if we can you know kind of hold up with them until we figure out what we're going to do and when they get there everybody is walkers everybody has been killed all the old people have been killed and they were all shot execution style the old people were some of the other people they were there as zombies. so somebody obviously came in took all of their stuff took the guns that rick gave them and killed everybody yeah there was a deleted scene that came that um I found out about this like maybe three years ago and then somebody mentioned it on Twitter a few nights ago and I was like oh yeah let me go back and look at that because I was like I think the question on Twitter that? At the, yeah I think the question on Twitter was is that anyone from the first season that we kind of sort of are not sure of what happened to that you would like to know what happened to them, and I was like, Did we ever see Hector's body? I don't think we did. Did we ever see um uh what the other guy's name was? I was like, I don't think we ever saw their bodies. So I went back to look at that scene just to just to be sure, and I think it was um, yeah, because they ended up staying there overnight so yeah i'll I'll send you the link to that after yeah yeah. i'm just like there are so many things that they could do as far as story-wise now depending on what people want to see because remember that's what kind of what we thought tales of the walking dead was going to be you know it was going to be anthology series we thought with people that we were familiar with and then it turns out the only person we were familiar with in those six episodes was alpha right and lydia but you know If they do a second season, they could still go that way. I mean, I I remember at one point they talked about doing, you know, background stories on like Sasha and Tyrese, which I would love. Mm. I would love to see more Sasha and Tyrese on my screen. Now, are they going to be not busy enough to do it? I don't know because both of them are very busy right now, but I would love to see those kinds of stories. But yeah, I... I would love to see something in the future as far as with the kids
1: mm-hmm.
0: i mean because we already see that we will. the kids can the kids could carry a show if the show was written the right way right. i mean we saw that with the world beyond you know the first season it was kind of slow and it was kind of still filling its legs but they had a really good second season mm-hmm. you know and we we got to learn a lot, and you know those kids. I'm like, um, excuse me can can I see my babies? Like, can can we see them again? So yeah, I I could do with a, a and they would have a, to do something with Judith because Judith has literally been there since the beginning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: literally. So like not- she's first generation zombie apocalypse. That mm-hmm. Even I like- and same with Gracie, yeah because Judith Judith and Gracie are only maybe a year maybe a little maybe two years or maybe a few years apart right but they're not that different in age so yeah I can see it and I mean I would love to see like we see Gracie right now she is your typical little girl she's Mm -hmm. very sweet natured. she's very soft-spoken still very naive I don't even want to say if it's naive, but I think Aaron has probably sheltered her a little bit too much. Yeah. Not wanting her, not wanting her to get her hands dirty, which I can understand that too. But at some point she's going to have to learn to fight and I want to see. Remember the basement. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. At some point she's going to have to learn and Judith can teach her, but I mean, there, Yeah. All I'm saying, we 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 went around that long dissertation just for me to say, don't y'all fucking touch Gracie, don't don't touch her, leave her alone, leave her alone, leave her alone. Don't nobody say nothing bad about Miss Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry.
0: Oh my goodness. Anyway, but. It, going back to our people and going back to the way you know we we were talking about them and how they're kind of banding together to kind of prepare for what's about to happen and just about Lance underestimating our group like leaving them alone mm. somebody who's not underestimating them is Pamela Milton because with all this stuff going on with the newspaper and now you know the Citizens of the Commonwealth are protesting. They want, they want Sebastian locked up, they want justice, they want vengeance. And Pamela says to uh Yumiko, she was like, So your friend Connie, she wouldn't happen to know who wrote that. And Yumiko is like, I mean, she doesn't bat a, she doesn't bat an eyelash. It would surprise me if she did. And Pamela milton's is looking at her like, hmm. okay, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that was the that was the look that was the look but she's the politician she can't she can't express herself in that way but that was definitely the the look you lying bitch <laughs> you know your friend it's side eye. right because nobody thought about slandering my name until y'all got here but Pamela people didn't like you before our people are just not afraid to call people out on their bullshit at all at all we have been through too damn much let me open your eyes to what you have not been seeing because so i'm gonna show you today you're gonna find out today now the one thing that i did not see in this episode that i would have loved to have seen but maybe there's a reason why they didn't do it so while negan and carol did go in together and find Sebastian and they were working together to get like the the blueprints and everything. He didn't come with Carol to turn Sebastian in. So he didn't meet Pamela Milton. Mm -hmm. I just want to be a fly on the wall when that meeting happens. Cause she's gonna be her her usual tough self and trying to be all politically correct. And Negan is just gonna be dropping F-bombs like nobody's (laughs) business. Girl. And hey, did you, you hear the cussing? You heard the cussing. Oh, that's what not it. They Apparently to... they have kind of uh relaxed the F-bomb rule for these last eight episodes. So we're gonna be hearing a lot more. But the they episode. giving them. They is giving them. I said oh. and he was like, I'm fucked either way. I can stay here, and fight, or I can go there, and fight. Either way it goes, I'm fucked. I was like, oh. Hello there. (laughs) Hey, Mr. F bomb. Right. Right. Uh, Now, here's another question I have. So when the people are in the streets and Pamela Milton, you know, she gets on the walkie talkie and she says something like B14. I was like, that's a command of some kind of protocol she wants them to enact. And I don't know if that was the lockdown. It probably was, but I just find it very convenient that this large ass horde is just all of a sudden coming to the Commonwealth. Like y'all have never dealt with anything this big before. It's obvious from the way that your soldiers are behaving, from the way your soldiers are acting and the way your soldiers are getting themselves caught and and split into half like a damn banana split. Y'all have not dealt with this before. In all of the time that y'all have been there I not, just not, wondered, not, not, probably not nothing on that scale because remember they did have walkers when they were training they had some walkers in the little building tied up or whatever and then remember Eugene was clearing walkers from wherever the hell they had yeah but like a horde like this no man. I mean they had a horde like this down in those houses that Sebastian was sending the people to but that's why I was like I feel like that horde was purposefully directed towards the commonwealth maybe so that pamela can say oh look at all we're doing to keep you safe to like shift the narrative Mm
1: -hmm. make people forget
0: about sebastian and be like oh yeah don't forget we have these big walls we have this army we're keeping you safe from this horde you guys don't have to deal with this you know what i'm saying because i was like it's way too convenient for a horde to be coming in now, right? And y'all been Just, chilling for months, years, y'all years. Y'all been chilling. Y'all might get a walker here. Y'all might get a walker there. Y'all, might but have short of like with um when Alexandria, remember they they didn't have a lot of walkers only because we later found out about the the quarry, the quarry, and the um the truck that was holding it, holding the men. They don't have that. They just got free Roman walkers. But you are right. right. What now? What happened now to now say, oh, we're gonna... Because as long as you quiet and, and, you know, ain't keeping up a ruckus, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not gonna have this large ass horde. But here's the other thing that I noticed. So while I was watching the episode... And they start showing the horde, you know, they started kind of, the camera kind of started panning up into the air to show the horde and then to also show the background. That city is fucking huge. So I'm going to go back to what I said towards the beginning of this season with the Commonwealth. There is no way the fucking CRM does not know about this place or that but they don't know about e- each other. I'm, and I have a feeling I'm, that. We said this before when we were talking about Lance and his outside resources and stuff. Lance has connections in the CRM, mm-hmm. which is where Rick is. Yes, so that's so on, I have, that's the way to tie it back in mm-hmm, together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I've been
0: saying this since the beginning of season eleven. Yes. And I've been saying this since the World Beyond came on, especially with second season. I was like, there's no way you're going to tell me Rick is not a part of the CRM right now. And he's probably there against his will, but for the protection of his family. But you cannot tell me that a city that big, again, think about it. The Commonwealth is 50,000 people. What we have been seeing on screen and what we've seen our people interact with, that's probably only that's a 10th, a hundredth of the community of the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. There was a fucking wall around it. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, that looks familiar. Where have I seen a wall like that before? Omaha right before the CRM bombed it Hmm. so guess what's gonna happen guess can guess at the end they all gonna die (laughs) no they are not I don't know about them commonwealth people but I will say this too I will say this our people do have a different they do have a different perspective
1: Mm.
0: on it because they could be like oh okay you know what we need to go home. We mm-hmm. can just we can just leave. But Magna and Rosita and all of them, they're like, No, we don't want to leave. We need to help these people. These people need help.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I like that kind of evolution with them because had this. You remember at Alexandria, you remember Rick was like, Yeah, we're gonna give them time. I mean, of you do we, have to, we have to kill? Yeah. Or what was the other thing that he said at the beginning? He was like, you know. We'll give them some time to adjust, you know, but that things are gonna have to change around here if everybody's gonna survive. And if not, well, we'll just take this place from them. I rewatched that episode a couple of days ago and I was like, damn, you know what? He really did sound like some of our some of our villains, if you think about it. But again, mm-hmm. that's our leader. That's those are our people. So yeah, mm-hmm. we want you to do what you're supposed to do to to make sure our people are saying Now somebody by. else decides to have that same attitude and comes for our people Then know your ass got to go but it's all a matter of perspective but again which we which, which was all we've always said since the mm-hmm. beginning because had we gotten somebody else's story from the other way rickman would mm-hmm. be the bad guy mm-hmm. in every situation because y'all done came in y'all done fucked up uh Woodbury, y'all done fucked up the sanctuary. Y'all done fucked up. Uh, uh the damn they fucked up Oceanside, and right. they them the good guys. Terminus, literally terminus everywhere y'all go, y'all is fucking shit up. Like maybe y'all are the bad guys you know, because uh, because again, I feel like <laughs> they trying to survive. One, that part they I are guess. trying to survive, but also too, when you come across people. Who are full of shit and you got a leader of a group who ain't with the shits then who gonna win out right true you're right you're absolutely correct but yeah so I was looking I was looking at that and I was like that is a huge ass wall that is a huge like you can still see skyscrapers you know maybe not very tall ones but you could see skyscrapers mm-hmm. in the background there was a lake in the background all behind the wall but I was like yeah there's no way you're gonna tell me that this whore coming up would was a sudden thing that whore was led there I really feel like that whore was led there and she was the one that that had somebody do it may not have been last because he's not around she's got somebody else doing her dirty work for her so that's going to be interesting but again if that comes out mercer is completely done with the commonwealth especially after he just had to sit here and watch one of his soldiers get torn apart in his hands while they're trying to contain this he looks shocked like he ain't never seen this i don't think he's ever seen it to that to that extent like and i will say this too and maybe this is the lead up to the whole smart walker or variant walker thing that we've seen in the trailer. These walkers seem way more savage in the way mm-hmm. that they're moving, in the way that they are. Because um, uh, they got directly in between the gap of the top and the bottom. hmm you you know to go right here. Like we didn't figure this out, and I don't know if maybe it was just them them pulling, and it just happened to be. Oh, this is the soft spot. Mm. This is the money spot. And you know, my question has been since the beginning. When did the walkers get claws? How are you just breaking skin open? Because if I do like this on your on your arm, I'm not just finna break your skin open. I don't give a fuck how strong I do it. I would have to puncture your skin in order to be able to rip you apart. So even if I, even if I came up to you right now and grabbed your, that, that that's that's all. I'm gonna make you ashes. Well, you <laughs> know what? Like, okay, this may be totally off base, but this is just the way my mind thinks. Okay. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, given that scenario. Mm-hmm. you and me or you and somebody else y'all are fighting or whatever you grab and whatever you are still mm-hmm. mentally aware that this is a living person and no matter what your situation is like even if, if you're in a fight unless you're fighting for your life even in fighting you're not looking to do permanent damage That's the way I'm looking Mm -hmm. at it. That's that, that's that humanity piece. Like, yes, I may be fighting with you, but I'm not looking to kill you unless you are actually like physically harming me to the point where I need to kill to defend myself. But that's not Mm -hmm. anybody's nature to just automatically, oh, I'm going to fight you. I'm going in for the kill with a walker. They don't have that. They don't have that brain function and they don't have that, um, they can't, they can't discern from a living person, dead person in, in that sense. They're not thinking, oh, I don't want to hurt you. They're not thinking anything at all. So maybe there's nothing holding them back from using mm-hmm. whatever force they have. And we know the walkers are strong. I mean, they're damn near indestructible unless you get them in the brain. Think about it. You could pull right. them apart and pieces of mm-hmm. them are still going to be moving as long as it's connected mm-hmm. to the brain. So I think it could be something just as simple as that if that can be considered simple. But I'm like, you know, if I'm sitting here fighting with somebody, if I'm grabbing them, I'm not necessarily looking to grab to pull skin off or to claw them or to mark them or something like that. If you are a mindless being and the only thing that your body knows how to do is hunt and eat, you don't have that barrier telling you, oh, I'm not supposed to do this kind of harm to this person. Right. That's the only thing I can think of. Because, yeah, because other than that, all you know is this is a person, this is food in your face. Think about wild animals that have been starved and you put a piece of meat in front of them. They're going to go at it and tear at it. They're not going to say, but they have claws. So that... They have claws. The, the walkers got fingers. They got fingers, but you know what? If those walkers are strong enough, I don't know. I guess they can bring them in because they be ripping these motherfuckers in half. I mean, think about it. Like, they've brought down horses. We've seen them bring, bring down heart. horses. So they have to be strong. They have to be That's strong. True. They've taken, they've, they've taken that- down deers. Deer, deer are fast. Horses are fast. These walkers don't run. Remember, we had running walkers all the way in the beginning. These walkers now don't run. But now we're going to get back to turning doorknob walkers. Okay, so about that, and I'm going to be honest, I have not been reading anything about the quote unquote variant walkers. I haven't been listening to a lot of dialogue about them because I just want to see how they're going to present that in the story. Because again, at the beginning, to me, it made sense for the walkers to have more human like attributes because this was still in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I feel like maybe at the beginning, they did retain a little bit of their humanity, even though they were dead. Think about the little girl that Rick encountered. She bent down to pick up a, a teddy bear. Why right. would she do that if she's right. this mindless zombie? You know what I'm saying? Right. So I feel like that made sense more so in the beginning, especially it's still two, three months in. So a lot of the people who are dead and who are up reanimated, they've only been doing this anywhere from a couple of days to a couple of months, no more than three months because Rick had been in the coma for three months before Morgan found him and then he found his family. Right. So it makes that kind of thing. Jenny trying to, you know, do the doorknob door. and her looking in the peephole trying to see that kind of thing I feel like makes sense for back then for now we're 10 11 12 I don't know exactly how many years now but we are more than 10 years into mm-hmm. this apocalypse unless there's a new strain which how right. unless there's a new strain I don't understand how these new quote-unquote variant walkers are existing. right? Unless, again, it is one of those situations where these are these are walkers that are recently killed and may still have some muscle memory of being a human or something. I don't know. But just like that one um, hand in the trailer where you see climbing the fence, it was like, how the fuck are they doing that? Right. Like, I would think... I'm going to be honest. If it was me and I started seeing this, I would think that there are some more whispers out there who've started another horde. That would be my thought. That would be my thought. Like, no, it's not the zombies. These have to be more whispers or they have to be there has to be some kind of plausible explanation because you can't tell me that these walkers are going back to the same behavior they had when this whole thing started. To me that does not make sense. Even scientifically. Now I'm not going to profess to know a whole lot about science. Science was not my best subject in school, but that just doesn't seem like it will make sense. Right. Cause so. even when they talked about it, like, you know, early on in, you know, in the earlier seasons, cause that that I think that was one of the questions that came up was like, As things started deteriorating, because remember they changed about how talked about how the walkers changed and all these other things. Mm -hmm. So you had it from being technically like a smart walker to being now this thing that only reacts to sound and and smell, basically Mm -hmm. sound, smell, and light. And 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 now you wanted to now be able to climb a fence, be able to open the door, be able to reanimate after thirty seconds and go beat on the door see make that make sense unless unless it's something go. in the french water i don't know but when in france we still i'm look. talking about from the world beyond because now he shot that girl and she reanimated in less than 30 seconds I, and i and i remember that really she I got, got said, up and started beating on the door like she knew like she knew oh shit this is not what's supposed to be happening we've had that conversation right, i don't know so. it, it it just hasn't it hasn't moved over to this part of the show because it was never relevant yeah but that's I, something they're gonna have to figure they're gonna have to find a they are gonna figure tv logical way to make it make sense yeah because people ain't stupid and they ain't gonna just be like oh now they now the walkers turn into world world z walkers walkers girl hell no Mm-mm. how how because I don't want them kind of walkers. Damn. <laughs> them, them walkers was dangerous. I'm unless, telling you. Unless you were sick. <laughs> th- that's what I was about to say. The minute we had some World War Z walkers, my insulin is going in the trash. All of my meds are going in the trash. You know what? Kitten disease, come on. Just come on. just. Oh, yeah. Y'all going right past me? Okay. Good. No. The first time uh... I saw that movie, and they were in the traffic. And people were dying and they were, re- I was, I, what the, what, girl, I watched that movie and I don't think I've made that many noises and that many screeches and yelling and oh my God, no, I told my kids when we watched that movie, they were like, what would we do it? What would we ever do if something's like that? I said, I'm going to tell y'all now. I said your mommy loves you, and I would do anything to protect y'all. But there's no way I can fight against that. We will be sitting in the living room singing Kumbaya playing Russian roulette. No, I'm not dealing with those kind of zombies. Hell no, those kind. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So for them to try to put something like that, which I don't think is going to be to that extent. Like I said, I feel like there's going to be a plausible explanation as plausible as it can be in a show about a zombie apocalypse but it has to make sense because if it doesn't make sense if it's a stupid explanation or if it's cheesy they have lost the fan base and they're already struggling with that that it better not be no no Mm
1: -mm.
0: yeah yeah, it, 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 it's definitely going to have to be something where we're just like, okay, okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Now, and, again, but, we're talking about the Commonwealth, okay? We're talking mm-hmm. about 50,000 people. You mm-hmm. can't tell me that Pamela Milton doesn't have a contingent of people trying to work on a cure. Mm-hmm. Or if it's not just her people, maybe her and the CRM. And I was going to say, we don't know got. what contract because you know she's a politician. We don't know what contract she got with the CRM. No. She, she may be uh the same way that, um I forget what the home base of the CRM was called. New, mm-hmm. York, New York. Was it New York? hmm Yeah. You remember, they had the, the experiments in the basement. Mm-hmm. So there's no telling what's going on in basements in the Commonwealth. Because as you see, it's a big ass property and we ain't even scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. We keep seeing the courtyard and apartments. We're in the same little corner, very isolated from the rest of the community. Because mm-hmm. you keep in mind, there's this whole section where intake is, mm-hmm. where they got the train cars. Train cars ain't, aren't small. So you got a train car section. You got another section where they clearing out uh, uh, training. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so many sections Oh, it's a lab somewhere on that property. Because you you want the scientists, you want the smart people. Y'all curing cancer. Y'all, y'all removing cancer from people. Y'all are doing things. Mm -hmm. If you out here curing cancer, please trust and believe. Y'all out here trying to figure out how to get these walkers to act right. Right. But of course, you know sometimes in trying to find a solution. You Sometimes you find something that exasperates the problem and makes it worse. But yeah, so in that bag I have not really paid any attention to anything about the variant walkers. I don't plan to. I'm like, we only have eight episodes. I'm just, just gonna let, let this. They're gonna, the they gonna have I, to explain it. They're gonna have to explain. I had to actually go on Twitter and filter out TWD spoilers because when I tell you people work, girl. People were posting things two weeks ago. What? Yes. See, I don't be on Twitter and like that. Of, and some of it was speculation, but some of it was from people who, you know, went to some of the filming locations and that sort of thing. Starting to post that, I was like, I don't even, I don't, I don't want to know. I wow. don't know. Like a couple of people posted some stuff supposedly about Rick, And, you know, we've heard our own rumors here. Yeah. You know, because we have been around people who have been, who are a little bit closer to that, you know, Mm -hmm. and have said some things. And I'm like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. If Rick is coming back for any of the last eight episodes, I don't want to know. Because like I said before, if Rick Grimes shows up on my screen, especially if I'm not expecting it, I'm gonna be full out ugly crying with snot bubbles included. I passed out, like. I want to be that kind of surprise to where I'm hysterical and people are looking at me like, why the fuck is she acting like this over a TV show? That's the kind of reaction I wanna have if Rick Grimes decides to grace my screen anytime in the next seven episodes. Now, if he doesn't, I won't feel bad because I know I'm gonna see him next year. And I just have to be patient. I don't wait for this man for, what, four years now? I can wait a little while longer. I just say, if he show up, you know who else better show up. Then that's all I'm going to say. I just need them to come claim their children. I just need that. I swear reason. to God. <laughs> because I know, yeah. even now, 11 years later, the reunion with him and Carl in the first season that is still probably, look, I got goosebumps talking, just mentioning it. That is still probably one of the best scenes for me ever in The Walking Dead. Wouldn't it be so cute if they did that with Judah? That's the same what I mean. episode, the same episode, and then him finding out he got a son. I need them to run to their mother and then see their father and Judas go up to him because Judas is gonna remember his face. But I need him to see RJ and lose his shit. That is what I need to see. That you already know. See. You already know. So if I get that at the end of this uh, series, fine. If I don't get that until the Rick and Michelle show, fine. As long as I get it. But I will say this. I, I know you got your show. I will say this. I did read something yesterday because I did not watch... Um, Actually, I did watch this week's last week, I should say, episode of Talking Dead. They canceled the one for this week, but I have been seeing like clips from some, um, I've been seeing clips from some of the interviews. Angela Kang has said that the finale is not ending the way they originally intended for it to end. The ending has changed. I don't know what that means it could mean something very little it can mean something huge I don't know but she did say that the ending has changed it could have changed because of the fact that uh Melissa is not doing the spinoff right now and maybe they changed that mm-hmm. because according to interviews I've seen her say Carol's story is not over right you no know, she might have just decided you know what i've been doing this shit for 11 years i just want to take a break need a break i yeah. don't know i mean it's and for all we know they could be throwing us the fuck off and she's gonna show up in them goddamn like, you show. know what that's honestly how i feel but part of me because she probably had time to think about it and was like you know i can make this schedule work i can do you know whatever whatever Or they may change it to where she's a part of something else. My thing is, I would hope that if that's the case, maybe that they would kind of say something about it. Because when I tell you the fan base, I'm going to be particular. The carolers, the ones who really want Carol and Daryl together, or the ones who are really pro carol and fuck everybody else they have been so ridiculously toxic on twitter in everything that has to do with uh melissa mcbride anything that anything that they feel like she might be getting slighted for oh it's a personal attack oh Oh. amc is treating her wrong or oh norman is being selfish and wanting the show for himself and block girl yes they just announced that thing that you tagged me in today about them being in new york new york comic con i saw something about that i think earlier this morning because they're going to be um doing paley fest and I was like all these things going on in New York I want to go but of course we trying to say we try to make sure we we can get to LA but of course I just looked at the the guest list and I was like oh okay so this person's doing it this person's doing it oh Jeffrey Dean Morgan is doing it because he's already filming in New York so why wouldn't he mm-hmm. so I didn't even realize that Melissa wasn't on the list oh somebody pointed t- it out I went on Twitter and oh my god, I was like, you guys, y'all do realize that she has a life outside of Walking Dead, and maybe she didn't feel like doing this shit. Or maybe she has something already planned for this weekend. Like, I think she's pretty much fulfilled her contracts. Yeah. So at this point, nothing in the contract said you gotta show up to the con. I, I mean at she this gonna, point she's gonna pull a marsh on lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fine. <laughs> But I mean, I I could totally see it going the way that you did. Like, yeah, maybe they have something else in the works, but they're keeping it hush hush. They're making mm-hmm. it mysterious. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Right. You if don't hell, know everything. He's surprised about something. happens to go off in the sunset at the end of this show and never appear on Walking Dead again, as long as they give her character a proper send off, I'm good. If we see her show up, again I'm good she may not be in the Daryl spinoff but who's to say she won't show up where Maggie and Negan are who's to say she won't show up in the RaShawn show who's to say she won't show up in MTL she, she she may show up in fear she was talking about going on a, a bike ride with Daryl towards New Mexico when she got to go past Texas to do that she might look at that yellow fog and be like yeah you know what I'm finna turn the fuck right back around but it's not it's not unthinkable. I am one of those people where I, I I'm okay with no details. I'm okay with not knowing. I don't need a spoiler. I don't need like because even coming up back into the season, I didn't want I, I watched the first trailer. I didn't watch anymore. Cause I don't want too much, I want to be surprised by it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, that's the scene I saw in the in the trailer. No, surprise me with something. Mm -hmm. i don't need to know everything let me let me have the the authentic experience of oh oh my god i didn't know that was gonna happen oh you know i don't want it to be mini spoiled like when daryl had the gun that's Um, why i filtered out the spoilers because people were starting to spoil stuff i'm like y'all the shit ain't even aired yet yeah yeah so it's just like I I I'm one of those people, even if even if it, even if it's just for different things I want to see, like even Black Panther. I watched the second trailer. I was like, okay, I'm not watching no more trailers. I'm not now. watching nothing else. Nothing else. I, I don't care what come out. I don't care. Like I watched those two trailers. Okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I got enough of the story to know they paying tribute to Chadwick, and we kind of know it's a new Black Panther. Right. But okay. short of that, let me be let me sit through the two hours and 29 minutes of the movie to get everything that i need in mm-hmm. and then i'll go back and look at the trailer okay i remember that part okay i remember that part you know you know what i mean i'm one of those kind of people yeah don't tell me nothing i see the previews a couple of times oh i want to see that let me go see that and you know and not not just with a, a fandom movie any movie mm-hmm. uh, if i see a trailer that look kind of good I'm because you can't the the trailer is never going to give you all the information that you need you got to go see the movie anyway. At that point, you just speculate if you haven't seen the movie already. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'll watch a couple, you know, I'll watch the trailer. I may watch the same trailer over and over, but like one day and I, oh, did you see the new trailer? Nope. Did you see the new trailer? Nope. Right. Did you see? Nope. Right. Because I want to I, I live it as it goes through. Mm-hmm. And then, because even after seeing the trailer and you see the moments that you saw in the trailer as they played out, you're like, oh. Yeah, it wasn't even what it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know, we know what we talking about, mm-hmm, uh, so, exactly, so I was just like, exactly, mm-hmm. so what, what was, you know, you, you, and you, you have now seen this trailer, and you played this part in your mind, oh, I know this means, and then when it happened, you like, yeah because <laughs> that's what I was, but you know what, that's, <laughs> that's good editing, because that trailer drew, drew you in, it made you say, oh, mm-hmm. you know what, damn it, I need to see, I, I need to see what's going on. It did, but and then not to say, and not to say that the, the scenes were just oh they could have kept that. No, it's just that the scenes have a very different context. No, it served it. its purpose. It yeah. definitely served its purpose. But then of course in my mind it opened up other questions like <laughs> right. you know. So it, it it did what it was supposed to do, but it also builds anticipation that something is about to happen. And you've played out a scenario in your mind like, oh, this is what's going to happen. And then when it plays out, you're like, that ain't even what I thought was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're glad you still got the information, but you like, they could be. And been. then you see something else that you thought was just like a regular thing. And when it happens on screen, you're like, oh, shit. Okay, that was not what I was expecting. That part. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm half and half on trailers. I'm half and half on Cause like some, I don't even like sometimes watching the previews for the next show, even though I want to know what's gonna happen. Oh, I'm you know? gonna watch the damn previews. I will. I still watch it, but I won't watch anything else. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? After that, because yeah, it's gonna tell me what's gonna happen. Because you already know in your mind after you've seen what this is. Oh, oh, some shit about the. Oh my okay. god! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it gives you that anticipation, but I ain't gonna watch nothing else till the show come out. I will just say this, like I said, I don't want no spoilers. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear any speculation anymore Mm -hmm. uh, aside from this kind of thing but again I don't really listen to other people talk about the show especially if it's a particular episode that we haven't talked about yet Mm -hmm. I don't listen to other people talk about it because I don't want I don't want information from other people affecting how I see the episode and then I don't want information from other people who may have inside knowledge as far as like oh we were there on filming for this scene or we saw this person I don't want to know that because then I feel like I'm going to spend my whole viewing time anticipating something that may never happen instead of paying attention to the story that's being told right and that's that's what I'm here for the story that you guys are telling now the characters that we are dealing with now yes i miss rick i miss uh, michonne i want them back you know what i know we're getting them back now i'm good right focus on this and give my attention to the people who have stuck till the end and are Mm -hmm. still trying to tell us the story right and i don't want to i i feel like when people spoil it you take away from the hard work that the other people did. Like, why would mm. you come and 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 start posting pictures from the the final episode or next to last episode? Why would you do that? Right. Like, I understand the whole oh I have the scoop oh I have something that nobody else had. I understand that, but why would you want to ruin that for everybody else? Right. Just to say you did it first. So yeah, I um I filtered out. Oh, one thing I was, do want to talk about. Mm -hmm. really quickly that we skipped and it happened when maggie said to daryl she apologized about leah and he was like you don't have to apologize to me he was like glenn would have wanted me to take care of you when i tell you i was like y'all are not about to make me do this and cry like oh are we talking about glenn let's not please yes we are we are we are we are
1: i thought that was such a won't. sweet
0: scene yes it was such a sweet scene and then there's, even there's actually was like- a similar scene that happens in the next episode too that i felt the same way about i was like okay so y'all y'all are y'all are mentioning these people from the past and just kind of make making us understand that yes these people are gone but they are not forgotten i was like oh Mm-hmm. That made me feel full stupid. circle. Full circle. He was like, "You don't ever have to apologize." He was like, "I got your back. You got mine." I was like, <sighs> "Power, power couple." In that sense, you know, as far as like, yeah, yeah that's. <sighs> I, I, like I said, I'm loving the pairings that they're giving us mm-hmm. in this season because, you know. Daryl and Maggie have always been close. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Or they've, you know, they've always been really good with each other. But we were so used to seeing Maggie with Glenn and Daryl with Rick or Daryl with Carol, you know? And and Maggie with Sasha. You know, so it was kind of like we knew that they were friends and we knew that they were family, but you didn't really see them interact as much. And I love the fact that we're getting to see it now. Because again, too, back then when we did see them being around each other a lot, like Maggie could handle herself, but she was nowhere near where she is now.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because she
0: has a different mindset now. You know, she's been out there in the world on her own and she's seen even more horrible things than she dealt with when, when she was with the group. So her mindset has changed and she can handle herself more. And she's willing to, she's willing to do, more uh she's she's willing to get her hands a little more dirty than she probably would have a few seasons ago you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and daryl is there to back her up he's like okay this is what you're doing okay okay you just, just let me know which way to go right yeah. as long as as long i will say this as long as that partnership does not endanger anyone else because let's not forget if it wasn't for Maggie and Daryl going behind Rick's back to try to kill Negan, none of that shit would have happened and Rick would probably still be here. I'm just putting that out there. I still love Maggie. I still love Daryl, but a fact is a fact. So anyway, I love that dynamic. Again, Aaron and Gabriel if Aaron and Gabriel don't get a spinoff something is really wrong with the world because I feel like we need one with them they both don't die I'm not paying you no attention (laughs) I'm not paying you no attention and I only know what you said because I barely heard it if (laughs) We're gonna fix that let people wonder what the fuck you just said because no absolutely not absolutely not okay I need to see more of Negan and Carol together mm-hmm. um and just Jer- you know you know Jerry is like my heart I just need to see Jerry in general Jerry in general and then you know we didn't we saw a little bit of like Kelly and Connie and Magna in this episode but not as much Mm
1: -hmm. so i'm
0: hoping we get to see a little bit more of them as the episodes go on and they got moved to main cast yes so which which is nice absolutely especially towards the end that's nice absolutely um the black characters that didn't get killed off (laughs) i mean it, it, look we still got some black characters that are out there and we don't know where the fuck they are we still don't know where he is we just know that he's supposedly with the crm we don't know where the hell virgil is like i'm still trying to figure out like so what did y'all do with virgil when y'all went to the like is he still in alexandria and if he is who is he, he in alexandria stay- with because nobody from our group is still in alexandria maybe they left him in charge that joker was that joker was still recovering from a stab wound to i was just gonna say I... who he gonna be in charge of he can't even walk no um yeah yeah they they, they do need to answer some more questions i will say that but it's seven as, episodes like, to do it mm-hmm. but as far as like spoiling me on stuff i don't need spoilers just just answer my questions just tell a good story that's all i'm asking oh and amc release the damn finale uh event information please and thanks oh, we can book our tickets like i've been saying this all over twitter you are doing a finale celebration the weekend before thanksgiving literally the travel weekend before thanksgiving can we please get some information so some of us can book our tickets? Because some of us are flying from way across the country. Oh, I'm still going to book a ticket anyway. We, I am, but... I mean, we're still going to be there. We're still going to be there, but... Make it I mean, easy on us. I got to have some... Spending. Look, I got to have some spending money when I get there. If I spend all my money on flight, I mean, think about where we're coming. When I say we are coming from across the country, we are in Atlanta. We are in the suburbs of Atlanta. So At gotta- least tell us what uh, what city it's in so we can book a room. We know we know it's L. A. But I need to know. where L. A. is a very big place. I know. I need to know where we're gonna be. I'm about to book our hotel. We got we got to calculate. Yeah, Look, we're gonna we're gonna be on and and uh, we just gonna be we just gonna book us a flight and we just <laughs> gonna cross our fingers even if we don't make it into the event. We even though. We are making it. No, into- we're we. we I was like to say we will not speak. We we are. We will be there. We just, we just gonna book our trip. We just gonna. I need, to kn- I need to know. Like, I don't even know if, like, if these are tickets you have to sign up for. I'm pretty sure you got paid for them. I don't give I a thing. I I need to know this kind of stuff. And I need a front row seat. So, girl. Mm. Mm. Yeah. We'll talk about that off air because we (laughs) got all the logistics. Look, I just want to see my book. I I know. I know. And they did they did confirm that there will be people, there will be cast members from all the way from the beginning up to the end. I'm ready for it. So and and it was so nice going on Twitter because wait, wasn't the last after was a season at the end of season the 100th seven? episode they did it and they did it in a cemetery, cemetery. Mm-hmm. 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 yep hmm okay yep but it was so nice to go on social media on sunday and see like the people who have not been on the show in a while still posting about it being the last episodes like tom Payne, jesus he posted chandler riggs posted i was just like oh everybody's coming back to say keep in mind we still have fear fearing on them uh, uh speaking of which we need to make a road trip because <laughs> fear is right down the highway it's it's filming in savannah which is about three and a half hours from us so we need to yeah. make a road trip at some point that we do and um go try to see if we can we need to figure out their filming schedule then yeah yep I'm down i'm trying to think uh is there anything else about this episode that i want to talk about i'm trying to think huh the end oh yes so daryl maggie aaron gabriel they are all they're still oh and annie they are Mm -hmm. still evading the commonwealth soldiers and they find a way into a storm drain now while they're down there in the storm drain they come across a couple of walkers and they decide hey how about we bring the storm how about we bring them down here so they set a trap you know they kind of they they shoot off a, a few rounds on their guns and they hide and of course some of the uh, Commonwealth soldiers come down they come out surround the Commonwealth soldiers and then all of a sudden here comes Lance with his soldiers. <sighs> so we got a face off. I'm, t- I'm telling you. The ends, right as Daryl grabs him, put the knife at his neck, and he starts smiling. You little prick. Okay, so when they're doing this face off, Daryl has taken Lance and he's holding a knife up to his neck. Haven't we talked about Lance and his facial expressions? Yes. Why is he smiling like a fucking maniac?
1: Because he has handcuff.
0: a knife to your neck, and that a beta nice. knife. The the knife he used to stab beta eyeballs out. You got this big knife to your neck, and you smiling. And that's he, even even when he's like ready to kill him, ooh. Even when he lose, he think he won. Horribly. Even when he loses, he thinks he won. He got the wrong people. He got the wrong people. He has been, but he has been able to fool so many people for so long. Mm-hmm. But he got the wrong folks. Yeah, he do. Because Daryl, I'm gonna be honest. I was very, very surprised when Daryl started shooting them in the alley, and he only caught he only caught Lance by the shoulder. I was like, Darry, you know you can shoot better than that. (laughs) Like, stop being a fucking cat. Stop being a a fucking cat with a mouse. Stop playing with your food. He was playing with his food. Stop playing with your food and get this shit done. We tired. We want to go home. We want to make sure Annie gets somewhere safe because I do not need her pregnant ass to be out there. I don't. But I tell you, these tensions between our group and the commonwealth and again it's, it's, it's only seems beginning so right but i mean it's only the beginning it's and it only- just seems like i kind of worry for them because like like we said the commonwealth is fifty thousand people we've only seen a portion of that So what happens if the rest of the Commonwealth, like I don't even know how that's structured, like we only ever see Pamela on this side. I don't know what's what's on the what's on the other sides of the Commonwealth? Do you have a section of the rich and you know, the people who are living a little bit more well off? Or is it industry? Like, do you have it split up like the hunger games? Like what is what is going on in Commonwealth? And how is that gonna affect our people? Because again, they've only been around this particular portion. Now, granted, it is the portion where the mayor is or the governor is, but um you got a whole bunch of other people to deal with. So unless this is the uh, that's the area where you've been taking all these folks that you've been sending down to get money for, you know, and, and they're not coming back. Because I mean. Again, the veil is about to be ripped off. So, well, that's kind of what happens when our people get surprised. Oh okay, just let none be nice. We just we just can't have shit nice. You know? hmm. This is why we can't have nice things. That's exactly why. But again, I mean, because the same no, they both. just don't want like, the bullshit. They don't. like look, we have survived basically a a, a, a pandemic. You have survived the pandemic that wiped out probably 75% of the world. Why are we going back to the same bullshit that probably contributed to that in the first place? Why go back to the lies and the scheming and the politics and why did you not learn your lesson? And I mean, we even said that with um, World Beyond, with the CRM. Like, why no. would you go back to the same type of system that caused society to collapse in the first place not just society the world probably i mean the ending of world beyond that was in france so we know that the zombie apocalypse that that extended across international waters why would you want to go back to that same thing crazy crazy no other explanation we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. You have any final thoughts on this episode? I'm glad the Walking Dead is back. I am. I love 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 love. The opening montages with the flashbacks, they're yes. And and the um the opening theme song is even different. The intro is different. Yes. Like the music is a little bit different and then you get to see um you know Hilltop and you get to see Alex like oh I and here's the thing so I was up at three o'clock in the morning when the, the episodes dropped because I had had insomnia the night before so my sleeping schedule was so ridiculously fucked up so I was up at three o'clock and I was so ready to watch the episodes that when it dropped I literally play skip intro because I was like I don't need to see this I need to get to the intro so I didn't even realize anything changed until after I watched the t- the two episodes and I was like okay I'll watch it in the morning because I was so eager to get to I was like okay uh-huh. I've seen this I, I've, I've seen this intro a million times right uh-huh. I didn't realize it changed yeah I was just ready to get into the intro and then when I saw how they changed it I was like okay I see, what you head, did, I, did. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. I see what you did there? Yeah. Like y'all just gonna, y'all, y'all like coming in like feel it here. Yeah, feel it here. Yeah. Okay, okay. You're right at your heart. Right at my heart. That's okay. I liked it. Absolutely. I got and nostalgic. I got a little we, sad we, a little we, bit. We, we on our roller coaster. We chugging up the look. We chugging up. And then we're gonna get right before the drop. And then once we drop, it's gonna. I don't know if I'm ready. Because like I said, I'm fully expecting some of our people have to die. You shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. I don't want to speculate on who. And you know what? Honestly, if if nobody, if nobody major dies, I won't be mad. I know some people be like, that's not realistic. Fuck realistic. I want all my people to get out of this live. And it if won't. they do, I will be happy. But I'm trying to prepare myself for the worst you already know my predictions so shut up i'm not <laughs> and on that note that's it for our show you can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com we are on social media on facebook instagram and twitter at phantom hybrid we have a discord channel at phantom hybrid you can watch our videos on youtube and listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms thanks for listening we hope you join the conversation next time